Have you seen the new M4 already? And do you wish you hadn't? I mean, this is my uh, question. I've, I've never just... been so conflicted to drive a car before. Uh, ever. BMW I mean that. M4. This is where beaver teeth comes from. If you listen to our podcast or you've ever heard yes. anything close to it, we say beaver teeth. That is not beaver teeth. Yes. Because your teeth are so large you cannot say it correctly. Right. Beaver teeth. Correct. Right here. So we've got a... Is this a beamer with beaver teeth? No, beamer. Bimmer. Don't uh, overthink it. That's uh, uh, too Don't much. Don't overthink I it. I can't do it. The rest of the car is actually gorgeous. It's yes. exquisite. Mm -hmm. Then when you come around to the front, you will understand why BMW engineers wanted cooling. <laughs> that it's all about cooling. It's about cooling. Tactfully There's put. upper radiator, uh -huh. upper temperature radiator, there's a lower temperature radiator, mm. there's an oil cooler, and on the M4 competition model, there's a transmission oil cooler, there's all kinds of cooling, there's brake air ducts, we need cooling, I yes. get it. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> I think the designers uh, lost. I, I think, well, I still can't decide. I would have loved to be in on the team meetings where they decided and went with that, because I think the engineers would have been cool with Whatever. We just need to cool this amount of airflow. Sure, sure, yeah. We're good, guys. Yeah. Bring it. This car has the S58 3-liter inline six. Mm -hmm. That is a derivation of the B58 3-liter in the Supra. Mm -hmm. For everybody who's into engine codes. Oh, yeah, that's a BMW thing. we got to know yes. our engine codes. Yeah. I'm sure so, we got one wrong already. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we did, yeah. That's exciting mm -hmm. because this engine makes unbelievable amounts of power. 437, only 406 pound-feet of torque. Are you kidding me? That's sure it's 473 horsepower, four, right? Sorry, 473 horsepower, 406 yep. pound-feet of torque. That's it lot. goes up in the competition model. You get 70 more pound-feet of torque. And 30 more horsepower. You break horsepower. 500 horsepower. Yeah. But... You cannot get it with a manual. Can't get it with a manual. Competition is, and it's not a dual clutch anymore. It's just, now the ZF8 speed's awesome, and BMW programs yeah. it well, but they program it so well, they just said, eh, forget the dual clutch. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a ZF8 speed in the competition only. There's yep. more power, less less manual gearing. The good news is, you can almost create your own competition version by virtue of all the packages that are offered. Mm. So you could almost get there, everything except for the horsepower and torque. True. So you can get the Carmen Ceramics, you can get all the executive package. You can get a brand new, newly introduced feature uh -oh. called M-Drive Professional. This car actually encourages hooliganery. Hooliganery. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> this car actually encourages misbehaving. Hooliganism. Misbehaving. You're right. Absolutely it is, yes. It's like a little bit of telemetry mm -hmm. with lap times, but it has... A drift analyzer mode. Yes. You know what? If we're all going to be crazy, let's control the crazy. That feels very German, doesn't that does it? Feel very let's, let's, German. let's judge the crazy. If we're going to go crazy, <laughs> let's quantify our level of crazy. They That's do. your BMW drift code. It's great. Yeah. They give you a score at the uh -huh, end after they, they measure your distance and your line mm -hmm. and your angle of attack, and then they say, here's your score. Yep. Based on I don't know what. What they decided to be the case. Yeah, but yes. that is pretty dang cool, I, I have to admit. But here's the deal. We got to talk about how the car drives, and that is with a lot of energy. Yes. The steering rack, we're told, has more closely spaced teeth the more you turn the wheel, mm -hmm. which means it turns more sharply. So it's that variable ratio. Yep. But it turns more sharply the harder you turn over. And it sticks so hard mm -hmm. by virtue of the adaptive dampers 
that it's astounding. And Pilot Sport 4s. I mean, the the rotation and the grip on this is staggering. Yep. So you would think by the numbers, oh man, I'm down on power. I should only get the competition version because it's better. It's not better. It just has more horsepower. Well, it's not better. Disgruntled guy with a computer could crank up your boost anyway and give you the same as the competition horsepower. Let's be honest. It's a twin turbo straight six. This can do more. Turbo. Yeah. So I got in this car and I was shocked to find how well this hangs on the mechanical grip and how it composes itself being what almost 3,900 pounds or is yeah. this 3,700 this is 3,700 3, pounds. pounds this is 3,700 right at with the yeah nevertheless <laughs> it almost doesn't matter what this car weighs because the people working in the M division of BMW they have it all figured out they're magicians they really are they yeah. can make a house corner it seems like, well, we drove the X5M competition yeah. and said, how is this actually possible in the real world and not in some science fiction book? And those guys are now working with a car, which is better. Yeah. And there you go. Well, this is one of those cars that people buy because it still offers that nice balance of long-distance cruising and trackability. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that BMW, despite making this car bigger in every dimension... yes. They have improved it over the prior M4, which I wasn't a huge fan of drive-wise. That's and this astounding. Is a nice improvement. Yes, I can't believe how well this car corners, how well it hangs uh-huh. on, and then you combine that with the power. I'm over numbers. It really, I'm <laughs> done with numbers. You're right. It yeah. doesn't tell you how it feels no, it anymore. We all think it does, and it does not. You're right. There we go. They've added the shift assistant. No. <laughs> The shift assistant. Would you like assistance? Because, because with your the shift? word rev match is that doesn't yeah. work for what we're really doing here. We're assisting shift assistant. the shift. Yes, the shift assistant, news. drift coach. You've got a whole like executive crew behind you, you on do. this car. Yeah, you do. But what I love is that you can turn it off, and it yes. still doesn't turn it into a car that's difficult to drive. True. It's helpful for the track, but what that does is actually make it decent for the track, so you can take it there without fear. You're not going to be down on you know corners true due to all your pdk owning friends your uh, your 3700 pound bmw with super sticky tires is gonna go through some consumables yeah but uh you're gonna that's love the, your time that's the thing with the drift mode yes you're drifting all the time and you're gonna look at your score which mm-hmm. i think this is a little bit of a devious thing on bmw's part mm-hmm. you're gonna look at your at your score and think i could do better i i, I yeah it's okay i got a four out of five stars and my line wasn't quite quite right Let's go again. The drift coach should have a, an ad in the corner tires. for a tire maker. Really? Just should just be tires. sponsored by Michelin. Amazon. Yes. Add tires to my cart. Uh huh. While That's you're pretty drifting. much the case. Sponsored by Michelin. We can get a to. discount. It's crazy. Whenever we stop, we have to talk about styling. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about. <laughs> Do we? we uh, <laughs> uh, this one. Can we skip styling? Can we just go? There's the front end, and then just kindly move on. I guess so. Kindly. No, I will not go quietly into the night. We have. I will go down fighting. This is yes. wrong. This is an affront to car designers everywhere. And just because you wanted a bigger front end BMW, this is not the solution. I understand the cooling, the balance. You wanted something different, a new look. You've gotten everybody talking about it, us included. That is the thing. They're excited at this point because everybody's talking about it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. was that the right solution? Mm. But, the, but you're right. The consensus seems to be what have you done? Talking. Yeah. You know, for sure. But it's so good to be in the driver's seat. It's so good. It's so much fun. I, I want to go over there and talk about it further, but it is we're in the same category as the first generation Porsche Panamera. Where once you start driving Ooh. it, you start to think, how much does ugly bother me? 
<laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. That happened with the first year Panamera, and now the Panamera got to where it actually is kind of good looking. On the scale of 1 to 10, how much does ugly Seriously. really bother me? Granted, this is also $100,000, so think about it this way. You spent $100,000 on something unattractive. Panameras were expensive too when they first I came know. out. That's hard to are. justify. Once they became cheap used bargains, like I could deal with ugly, but at a hundred grand and it's hard to look at, that's tough. I have come full circle on the interior. I didn't like, I wanted more of a progressive interior from BMW on the next generation of cars. Because you'll see that in, of course, every BMW. Yes. It's usually the three series that starts things off. And the shapes were a little much for me to start mm. with. But I've really come around Have and you? I like it. I like that BMW isn't dominating the whole interior with a screen and going that direction. There's mm. still materials and how things are put together. The craftsmanship is still very evident. And I do like the design. I, mm. I've come around. So I haven't lived with it as much as the designers lived with it in the studio before it came out. So I've definitely come around now. And I, I like the materials. I like the construction. It does feel like $100,000 in here. The, the materials feel very high-end. It's absolutely a premium material and everything you look at and everything you touch. It is quite orange, which is a bit of a question mark. You can also get this in. Have you seen the one that is the neon yellow and really bright blue combined? With the teeth. Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a choice. Mm. Not sure it's the right choice, but somebody made a choice. All right. Well, sit here. We all want to talk about the go-fast parts we're thinking of putting on our vehicles, but what about the stop-fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, and upgrading is better than just simply replacing. You can transform your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with a PowerStop brake upgrade kit that includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware that you need to complete your upgrade. PowerStop is on a mission to provide a complete and affordable brake upgrade kit for pretty much every vehicle on the road. If you tow, they have that. Off-road, track days, they have all that as well. They even have kits for brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes and even improve them by heading to PowerStop.com and entering your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder that'll match you with the right brake kit for your vehicle. I gotta drive now, huh? Well, driving's better than looking at it. It is. I mean, if you opened up a new BMW repair shop as an independent business, could you just call yourself a dentist now? <laughs> BMW. Yeah. Dentistry and tires. Helping you out. We're here to help. Come on. I like that there's engagement with the shifter. It used to be Hello. just the BMW. What can I help I you with? I don't need any help. Actually, you know what you can do is change the front end. <laughs> That's what you could do. Can we do that? Can we upload that to the internet? No? Okay. I like there's engagement. Mm -hmm. It's not just the typical BMW rubbery shifter. I mean, it's there. I, I don't know that I agree there's, with you there. There's more than, we'll say, the M2 competition or the M2. I think there's mm. more mechanical feel to it. Okay. But small amounts. Small I, amounts. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, I guess. It's small but, amounts. But this is still in the line of what BMW has done forever, and they have a, a feel to their shifters. And that mm -hmm. goes all the way back to the Z4 that I own and yeah. all the BMWs. We drove all of the M3s for our <laughs> iPhone like, oh, that's a BMW shifter. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. They have a consistent and reliable but slightly rubbery feel. Yeah. And it is, it's like yeah. a trademark feel to their shifters. And I prefer ones that are a little less rubbery than the way BMW sets yeah. them up. Having I like a mechanical that, feel, too. Yeah. Having said that, it works very well and it is great to have the engagement of a six-speed. I cannot argue that yeah. at all. Yeah. It is wonderful. What's funny is this car is so advanced that I almost feel like it lends itself to an automatic or a dual clutch. I mean, I like having a manual. I was going to say. I do. But the, the, my issue with this car is, like you, I'm conflicted. 
And I don't actually mean the styling versus the driving because that is like a schizophrenic. They're so different. I can't believe climbing yeah. in this, how great it is to drive yeah. after how painful it is to look at. That is one of the most divergent things I've ever found in a car. <laughs> yes. In spite of that, the thing that's tough for me is as I drive this, I'm amazed by it. I'm impressed by how well it drives. Yeah. I can't believe something this big, this heavy, and this technologically advanced drives this well. Yeah. But then I realize that's that's hitting all the same buttons in my brain that I feel when I drive the Nissan GTR. Okay, fair. fair. We're, we're getting to a place with lots of modern cars. Porsches have done this. Others have done this. Where you get some cars that are so capable that I start to feel irrelevant as a driver. And I, I think, sure. I think sure. the ability to drive fast in this is limited entirely to just put a body in the seat. I mean, granted, not everybody can drive a stick shift, but just put a body sure, in the seat. Sure, sure. It is defying all physics and reason. And so it can drive fast and surprise you and impress you no matter who you are. And I guess I find myself ultimately much more impressed than I am in love. Fair enough. I, I hear you on the Nissan GTR, which leaves me cold completely. It's amazingly impressive. But this I found to have a little bit more driver engagement and I hope that by virtue of continuing to push on technology that makes cars better and better, mm. manufacturers will still pull that back to some kind of involvement and actually go the other way. That's a tough balance because it is. involvement just used to be, well, this is the materials we built the car with. This is all it does. We didn't yeah. even think yeah. about that. You're right. Just, You're right. Yep. This is just how we put together and you're feeling the linkage. Mm -hmm. That's all we know how to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody's fallen in love with. We're not going back to that. Nope. And the cars that we love, yeah, it's okay to own those. They won't be nearly as capable at the, as these cars. But I'm, I'm hoping and I'm starting to feel the slightest amount of little bit more driver involvement as if BMW said yeah okay we need to we need to have some more feel to this the driving experience I am it's amazed. not a lot true I am amazed that it but handles there's hints. better than the last M4 yes and I yes. do think that's an interesting shift I feel like BMW is trying to figure out what their electric steering should be like and unfortunately this still really doesn't have information. It just oh, has it doesn't weight. have... It, it has no information. Yeah. It just has weight. It has precision, though. It's very precise. That is the key thing. I feel like everything yes. about this car is more precise and more powerful and capable than you expect when you first sit in and start the engine. Yeah. But yeah. I want to be... I want to feel more vital than I do. And that's a Fair. weird thing to say. Fair. Because I think if most people drove this car, you would be simply Snake. amazed by it. I think it really is one of those cars that as you drive it, you just go, how is this possible? Yeah. It has yeah. that level of performance. I just, I, I personally want to feel like I must have one. And I feel like, yeah, I'm impressed. Sure. I'm very impressed, sure. but I don't need one. And at $100,000, I will buy something else. Yeah. I mean, at that price level, it has to have that kind of performance to, to justify the price. Yes, but I, oh, I would spend less and get more, I feel like. But that's sure. just me. It is not slow. It's not slow. It's just Those time to enjoy the power. Big numbers. <laughs> Breaking. Ooh, carbon ceramics. Yep. Carbon That's why ceramics. they were invented. I guess. <laughs> don't want to replace those. You'll terrify yourself. If you're going to track it, don't get the carbon ceramics. I'm just yeah, going to say, indeed. get normal little iron brakes. Yeah. Yeah. This is unbelievably impressive. The best part about it is when 
you get to sit in it or drive it, and you don't have to look at it. <laughs> I agree. Leave the looking at to everybody else because yeah. none of us would enjoy it. I saw this at one point in a rearview mirror. It was it was bothersome. Oh yeah. To look up in a rearview mirror oh, and yeah. see this nose coming at me, that's not good. Shove the ugly in everybody else's rearview mirror. I guess the only good news is yeah. people might get out of your way because they just don't want to look at that anymore. That's and just it's it. a it's a very attractive car from every other angle. And every it time is, the yeah. nose comes around, you just kinda go, What happened there? <laughs> and then you drive it and you just go, How is that ugly that good to drive? It's that good to drive, yeah. Man. I agree with you. I I want some more feel to the entire driving experience. But I think it would come off as feeling cheaper than it does. Interesting. Okay. Okay. You're and right. This has a certain a, price point. This to has meet. a very premium driving feel, even yeah. though it's not a level of involvement that I go yeah. after. I, I do take I, that. Point. I think maybe I just have, have well, cheap sensibility. Maybe that's yeah. not necessarily. But I, I might think, be. I think it's going to be difficult to continue to push a premium car and a premium driving mm. experience with a lot more driver involvement. I, can I see think that. that's where the future holy grail is. But I see this as a first step, if it didn't have a snap to it.